When a story opens in media's res, that means we cut through all the exposition and just jump right into the action. This episode does the opposite of that, dumping us right in the middle of Cobra Commander once a man explaining that some great white hunter type has located the ancient temple of Osiris, which is full of gold. And now I'm just expositioning his exposition and we found ourselves in an infinity mirror situation. Sorry about that. Pitfall Harry warns them about all the traps they can expect to find in an ancient tomb, like these guys have never seen an Indiana Jones movie before. But then the Baroness threatens him with a whip. Well, I say threatens. Some people are into that. Uh, probably. People are into a lot of weird stuff. Then the Cobra guys defeat some Egyptians and steal a truck. Cobra! Dude, let's save that for, like, shooting Duke in the face or making Flint lose his stupid hat or something. You just got in an empty truck and drove off with it. I'm not sure that justifies shouting your catchphrase slash rallying cry. Then again, they're more on the ball than the Joes, who were hiding in secret compartments inside those trucks and decided to reveal themselves long after the bad guys disappeared into the ancient catacombs. Except, double bluff, the Cobras are waiting outside the catacombs so that the Joes will go in first and spring all the traps for them. Definitely not your worst idea, Commander. Although, given that they light stuff on fire and blow stuff up while they're down there, it might almost make more sense to just go to have them arrested for defacing ancient sacred property. Then again, I'm pretty sure wrecking up the world's treasures, both natural and man-made, is right there in the G.I. Joe charter, so they probably get diplomatic immunity or something. Also, apparently Lady J can read hieroglyphics? I mean, I guess that's fine, but isn't the point of this ridiculous team to have incredibly specific specialists in every imaginable field wearing every imaginable kind of dumb outfit? What I'm saying is the team should have an Egyptologist who dresses like King Tut or maybe has a cat's head or something, you know? They wander around for a while, obviously taking their time to set up this A1 piece of comedy. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a cobra by the toe. Cobras don't have toes, bazook. Well, we could just pack up and go home now. Nothing could possibly top that. The Joes get stuck on one of those spinny centrifugal force carnival rides, which then dumps them in a different room, I guess. And Cobra Commander threatens to let some sun in, which really isn't much of a commercial break cliffhanger. I mean, I assume he means he's going to shoot a bunch of holes through them until the sun shines through the holes? Yeah, I'm not really getting that from what you said at all, man. Sorry. Then Lady J says, Oh no, we're going to die in here with all the treasure! And Cobra Commander actually falls for that because he's an idiot. Also, his mask makes this noise when he taps on it. So he sends in some guys to check it out, and the Joes steal their uniforms, per standard procedure. And then the Joes completely fool Cobra Commander with their mastery of vocal mimicry. Well, uh, it was a trick. The, uh, Joes were waiting for us. Absolutely flawless, guys. Ten out of ten. The next hour or so is pretty much the same deal. The Joes making a really terrible show of pretending to be Cobra guards, saying stuff like, I think the treasure is over there, and Cobra Commander completely buying it all. It's honestly kind of hard to summarize people just running around in caves in circles like this, especially since I've done that about a hundred times on the podcast where I review episodes of Star Trek. Cobra Commander takes a crown of some kind, which causes a snake to spit a green cloud at him. Dude, you're an evil snake guy. You have to be prepared for the possibility that any snake statue facing you in a room is going to shoot something out of its mouth. That's just common sense at this point. Then the Joes meet the actual Osiris, which I did not see coming. Now this is a good act break. 
Then shit starts getting really weird as a bunch of other gods show up and start yelling at each other. I always forget that magic and ghosts and stuff exist in this world, which is on me, I think, because it says gods right there in the title of this episode. The assorted animal-headed monstrosities demand that the Joe's hearts be weighed, just like in those ancient myths. Uh, probably. I mean, I never actually read any of those, but I'm sure I saw them referenced in some other cartoon or comic book or something. This footage is, I promise you, from the actual episode. I didn't actually edit in something else. Trust me, Hasbro's automatic copyright violation robot will be sending me a notification any second now. Meanwhile, Set, God of Evil, asks if Cobra Commander is a pharaoh. Thankfully, the Baroness has seen Ghostbusters and answers, YES! She also convinces Set that the Joes are working for his hated brother, escalating the fight to a whole other level, which is kind of badass, I gotta say. Meanwhile, the Joes fly into the sun and meet a winged bear who breathes fire, like you do. Back on the earthly plane, Cobra Commander wishes for a pile of treasure and then goes all Scrooge McDuck in it. Actually, Daffy is probably the more accurate duck comparison here. It's mine, 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 you understand? All mine! Apparently removing the treasure causes some kind of divine wrath or other to happen, and the Joes manage to talk their way out of being taken to the Egyptian afterlife so they can punch the guys who took the treasure, a.k.a. Cobra. So they fly in a golden boat and shoot down Cobra's planes. Then Duke makes fun of the dog-faced dude's dog face, and I guess that's the end? What the fuck did I just watch, you guys?